Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema Subcult Series. I'm TJ. I'm here with Angus. What's up? And we're back continuing our journey through the or journey down the line in the Trancer series. So I forgot your Angus death. Yeah. And tonight we are looking at Trancers 3. Uh, are you drinking anything special tonight, Angus? Uh, I got just Coke and, or not, I just got Jack Daniels mm-hmm. and a Chicka Cherry Cola. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's been like my new drink lately. It's fucking great. The Cherry Cola? Yeah. We've never told that story on the show of us and no. Cherry Cola. <laughs> no. So... Because of the Savage Garden song, I Want You, anytime <laughs> we ever hear that, we text each other, all caps, Cherry Cola. It's actually like, I looked at our text messages because we only talk on Messenger, and for like the yeah. past two years, our only texts back and forth have been Cherry Cola, Cherry Cola, like every few months. That's hilarious. Like, it, it always like amazes me like when I'm at like, the mall or something i hear it play and i'm just like fuck i gotta get my phone out i gotta get my phone out (laughs) yes for me now it's like whenever i'm driving yeah so i'll i'll have it on like my i still have an old ass ipod that i just use in the car and um yeah i'll hear it on there when i'm driving but i used to like work in a place that played it like every day and i miss that yeah i was gonna say you used to send it a lot like because i guess it was part of like the radio station's playlist so it was part of their like 45 songs that they played yeah every single day a fucking 22 year old song or something at that Mm -hmm. point (laughs) like it was still in the playlist it was there was that this one song do you know that oh i hated it so much the say what you need to say song what is that it's literally those are the like the only lyrics. Say what you need to say. Say oh, what you need to say. Yes, yes, yes. Say what you need to say. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I would hear it and I would literally go and like eject the disc to reset the lit. Every time I heard it, I would just run back there and like either flip the machine on and off or eject the disc and put it back in to rerun the list. So I would not hear that song. I hated it so much. When you said that, like, I thought you were talking about a potluck slash Tech Nine song, Say oh. What You Want to Say. And I was like, what the fuck? No, that's a great song. <laughs> like, how, I just got and, about, hell no, not this song. Why the hell is your fucking place playing fucking Tech Nine? <laughs> Savage Garden Tech Nine. That's a hell of a playlist. At the mall. <laughs> that's like what they play at FYE. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Because they, they mix everything. Floor, like my four-year-old, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna look at movies another time. <laughs> Especially <laughs> it's like the, it's like the young kids too, so they have it blasting like you're in a club or something. Or I'm just an old man, but like, anyway. There's a song that played at Fye the other day, and it's just the most stupid fucking lyrics ever. It's just I'm a lazy boy. I'm a lazy lazy boy. I yeah, like I, they're not even playing popular <laughs> stuff. Terrible. I've ever heard like what are they playing in there well that was franz Ferdinand or whatever but like a song nobody's ever heard of by right. them yeah, it's so they, fucking obscure weird b-sides although now like i'm so far into like my dad's status they like see me coming and i'll hear the music outside the <laughs> store and as soon as i cross the threshold it's like magically changed and i'm like damn i just look that much like a dad now <laughs> Well, what do they change it to? 
Oh, they'll oh they're they'll either turn it down or like if they have some like weird like screamo or like really aggressive rap, it just turns into like just normal mall music. So like Franz Ferdinand, I guess, but turned down. That's weird. I, I've never noticed that with me, but it seems like they would just crank that shit well, for me the way I look. Yeah, yeah, they would do the opposite for you the way yeah. you look. They'd be like, oh, yeah, no, you got to blast the guy in all black with tattoos uh, music. Well, they did, after that song, they did play Event Sevenfold, and I was pretty happy about that. Oh, my God, they were totally, because <laughs> they only ever have, like, one person in there at a time, so it's easy <laughs> to cater their music to what they think that person's going to like. <laughs> It was a B-side, too. I was like, I don't even know this one. <laughs> this is cool. Uh, so I'm drinking the Kirin, the Japanese beer. I was going to oh, yeah. do a, That's good. Uh, the, the Baltimore Blonde, which is from Guinness. Um, I'd never even seen it before, but I got it at the store the other day, and that's actually really good, but I guess it's good enough that my wife drank them all. So oh, I didn't no. have one for the show. I wasn't. I didn't tell her I was planning it for the show. I was just thinking of it today. I was like, I oh, know, I'll bring it to the show. It's good. Karen's just, you know, your average lager, but from Japan. So, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I've had that one before. I've only had two of the Japanese beers. It was that one in Sapporo or whatever. However you yeah, say I it. don't remember the, yeah, Sapporo, Sapporo. I don't remember that one. I just like that it has a cool big can. Yeah, their cans are like weirdly shaped too. I love it. Yeah. Like it, we it, haven't it's... recorded in forever, so we're just going to chatter over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been over a month, I think, since we've talked. Yeah, so um, this is our first recording since I my PC got struck by light. Well, my house got struck by lightning. Like, my wife said I wasn't home. My wife said she was in the hall with my son, and both of their hair stood on end. Like, they felt the static surge in the hall. Yeah, I've been waiting to ask about that because I was going to say, were you home when it happened? Like, that seems fucking crazy. I wasn't. But, yeah, that's how we confirmed. Yes, it definitely hit the house. And the microwave had to be unplugged for a while because the microwave wasn't heating. And, yeah, my PC went down. The motherboard got fried. Do you remember that um, that, um, microwave that Mm -hmm. I had? (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, I thought you were going to say the the time we almost got struck by lightning. Oh, no, no. But, I'm going to bring that up, uh, we'll too. But the microwave like, first. Yeah, the microwave that, like, would microwave with the door open. <laughs> like, it would turn <laughs> on and fucking rotate and heat up with the door being wide the fuck open. <laughs> Did you ever see that? That's, no, but that's terrifying. Yeah, no. So like, could you put something, like, right? What happened if... Did you test it? Like, putting stuff right outside the door to see what would happen? No, we we just put stuff in it, and it still heated up. It took twice as long, but it was definitely <laughs> fucking letting off radiation. <laughs> oh, we man. we only we only kept it for like a month, like not a month, like you a week. Careful <laughs> that you kept it. Like, ah, well, this will do. I still use it to this day. Yeah, it was just <laughs> special. Like I've got fucking tumors all over my body and shit, but I'm like, well, I have to warm my pizza somehow. <laughs> It's got sentimental value. No, but, yeah, like, we threw it away, like, a week later, but I, I still remember that. It was fucking insane. Like, uh, I, I remember taking video of it. Like, I wish I still had that video because it was just hilarious. Like, I wonder what it would be like to pop popcorn in that with the door open. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, our other story is the lightning story at Mayhem Yeah, that's Fest. what she was... 
she was talking about the static and that then i remembered yeah we were at mayhem fest what was it like it was under oath yeah it was during under oath set and they were like on the on the side area and they had the stage there and then next to the stage area was like the big parking lot for all like the yeah yeah, because it had buses and crew stuff because with these concerts they did um three stages so they would um make the parking lot for the two stages and build them yeah the side stages but then there was just like a big empty slab next to like there was a fence and then a big empty slab it was like 50 yards away yeah and, and we were hanging out by the fence. We were close to the fence. Yeah, them, yeah well, because so. like it was basically state. The stage was built like kind of right against the fence, wasn't it? It was. That's how I remember. Yeah, it. yeah. It was. It was pretty close. So like, because we were up front and everything, we were just off to the right where the yeah. fence was. Yeah. And yeah, so this the slab like fifty yards away just got struck by lightning and it cut all their amps. And yeah, like, like we, yeah, we all felt like the, like a shockwave off of it. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, you could feel the ground vibrate, and then like just heat. Yes, there was just like a, yeah. a sudden yeah, surge a of heat. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. I've never experienced anything like that, and never want to again. So now my wife has through the through the attic. Oh man, that's and crazy. I'm so glad she's okay. I got, I got a new setup. I, I've moved my TV out of the room where I was recording. All of this will basically mean nothing to you or our listeners. Hopefully it doesn't sound <laughs> any different. But I'm like, right now, actually, because I, I, I'm waiting on a cord to put the new PC, because it's got like a shittier video card. I got to put the new PC to my better TV, but I need a converter. So I actually have, I'm in my living room now. Next okay. to, my my big TV is on the, the TV stand, and the PC is in the TV stand because that's where it's gonna be but it's sideways so that I can bring my little TV which actually has the PC VGA hookup so my little TV is on the ground so I'm on the ground on top of a pillow <laughs> with my mic on top of a box it just looks insane Dude, like every time you explain how you record it's just like it's gonna get weirder and weirder every time something well, happens. Well, no, actually, this is kind of ideal because now with this new PC, it fits right in my TV stand, and we, I've moved it out um, because Mike's moving into my spare room for a little bit, and we'll talk more about that later when Mike's on the show. Um, so now I completely forgot where I was. Oh, eventually my setup's gonna be that I'll have the computer hooked up to the TV, and then I'll just pull a, a table and chair up for the mic. So I will actually sit yeah. at a table and chair and it looks somewhat normal and I'll have the PC loaded up on the big screen TV. But well, no, right now, yeah, I look like I'm halfway moving out of the house. <laughs> it looks like I'm going through a divorce and I'm just hey, like, recording on the fucking floor. I've recorded that way. <laughs> well, you recorded like naked in the dark when you were married. <laughs> Not naked. I was in my underwear and I'm still doing that. That was just because I was too lazy to change oh. fucking light bulbs. <laughs> But since I am in my living room, I did throw down the um, sound dampening hand towel, like when you were here. Ooh, the classic one, like the <laughs> hand towel. Yeah. Yeah, 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 just a little hand towel to make sure that the, the sound doesn't bounce but, off the tiles too much. I'm telling you, one day we should give that towel away. It's famous. <laughs> like that could be a fucking contest, right there, is the win this sound we'll dampening. Sign the sound dampening hand towel. <laughs> I already finished my damn beer, so I'm going to grab another one and we'll actually talk about this movie. Oh, hell yeah.
choking him because I literally just got off of work. Like, yeah, 35 minutes ago, I just rushed home, got everything set up, and... I was wondering why we were recording so late today. Yeah, so I, I was working till later, so... Well, but what I, I did... We... Because you said we were doing later, so I just went into work later and stayed later. Because I was like, mm. if I if I leave at five thirty, like within those three hours, I'll just fucking take a nap and then not be able to get <laughs> yeah, up. So yeah, and and anytime I record when I wake up from one of those, man, like I am shit for the first like yeah, forty five no, minutes. Can't, you can't do that. It's awful. Oh, I have disk space remaining for fifteen hundred hours, so we we got time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. This new PC's got a lot. Uh, more RAM and memory than my old one, so all, all this should be fun. Again, listeners won't know the difference. Oh yeah, well, so, well, wait. Back to that. Like, I'm recording on a new phone. I finally got a new phone after fucking six years. Oh, nice. So, yeah, like, I think the, I I can already tell it clearer with you, like I, talking to you. The, we're just updating. We're all getting this <laughs> awesome technology that we're like so excited for, and literally the listeners won't notice. Mm, a thing. No. It'll still sound the same shitty podcast with fucking yeah, yeah, exactly. Jokes. Like my AC <laughs> is running now, even though it's hot as balls in here. But I live in Florida, so there's no turning it up to turn it off <laughs> for recording. So they're gonna hear that back there. They're gonna hear the sound dampening hand towel, as powerful as it is, can't get all of the reverb out of this room. I think you doubt so, the towel. The towel I doubt is the towel. Don't doubt the towel, man. <laughs> So, I actually, I mean, I could just do this all night and not talk about Transfers 3, because, like, I was really disappointed. So, really? Transfers oh, 3, man. 1992. Death so lives. The first, the first two things I noticed from it, right? First, it, be it the opens credits? up with this, like, this, like, sound that sounds exactly like the start of the final countdown. Like, before it goes to the... Oh, okay, that, yeah, like, yeah. The vroom, and I, like immediately, I seriously thought Final Countdown was going to play over the opening credits. And that's the second thing I noticed was in the opening credits, everybody's well, gone. Well, I, I didn't want to. Well, there's one big one that, of course, we're going to talk about. But there's a couple that I thought were fun. Like, um, did you notice the makeup that it said? No. Like, who did the makeup? Uh, Robert Kurtzman and Greg Nicotero, who are actually Kurtzman. like... Kurtzman, um, he's, like, dude, they're both super famous. They've been around, like, they did, like, um, I think shit on, like, Creepshow and shit. But Kurtzman, he's most known oh. for directing um, Witchmaster and oh, did the okay, things of it. And Greg Nicotero is the guy who does all the special effects for Walking Dead. But he's been, oh. like, working since, like, Dawn of the Dead, I believe. It definitely but, had good effects. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, way better, like, and I, I get into it later, but I'll just bring it up now. I think the transfer effect was the best in this one yet. Like, the guy, the one guy in, like, the strip club and shit, by far the best yes. looking transfer we've had. Yeah. Well, even better than the very first one in the first one in the diner when the lady turned transfer, you think? I, I think that, so. That, like they poured a lot into that, but yeah, I, they, I will agree that the effects in this one are very good, especially like the King Shark dude, whatever. Yeah. Oh, his dude, name yeah. was. Uh, his name was just Shark, and what I read yeah. about him was he looked like a fish robot Cenobite. I loved him. <laughs> He's my favorite um, part of the movie. Um, I actually, the guy who plays him is um, named R. A. Milah. 
Mihailov. It's it's. I okay. think he's Polish, so Mike would know the name oh, better than I would. The Mike connection. But um, he's most famous for playing Leatherface in uh, Part Three of Texas Chainsaw, the Leatherface. Damn, see, one. I actually put it in there that like I put a note in there that you're probably gonna know more of this cast than me. So it, this is a nice switch from yeah. last time when I babbled away and you got all the connections oh, and everything. Yeah, this one I'm really into. Like, but he's cool as shit. Like he was in um Hatchet Two also. Like, he was the guy who got his head stomped and, like, split in half by Victor Crowley. I met him a couple years ago at a convention. Super nice dude. Um, but you didn't know the Trancers connection. If, if if I knew the Trancers thing now, like, because he didn't have, like, that photo on his table. Because if he did, I'd be like, mm-hmm. dude, what the fuck is this? Because I have to know what this is. This fucking crazy robot shark monster. Dude, I, I, my goal with this right now is that we get transfers big enough that that man will have the shark as one of his photos and uh, then, and when cons open up again after COVID. He's supposed to be at the one in Dallas, so... Well, we might not make that, but 2021. Well, well no, like, it, it, got, it got postponed till 2021 again. Okay, so there you go. By so this is... This man, R.A. Nielsen... My, my hail off... My head off. Okay. He Everybody needs to have shark. Go, yes, we need to get the fans to go and tell him he needs to start need doing to a shark eight at, by ten. We need to at the shit out of him on Twitter. Absolutely. Shark man from Transfers. And he'll probably be like, "What the fuck is this?" But no, he <laughs> he needs that photo because I will buy fucking I'll buy three of those immediately and get one signed to each of you guys. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Mike hasn't even watched that. it, and I'll fucking buy yeah, one. Well, for he's him. going to, and when he does, he's gonna love this guy because he oh, I, he definitely right. is for me the best part of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. But Mike watched the first one, didn't he? Like yeah, a and he week loved ago, it. and he loved it. So yeah, yeah, we're already turning people that we <laughs> that we do shows with. So maybe you people know, like, that listen are gonna do this. This sounds like the person who's always like into the underground stuff. Like I liked it before it was cool, but I, you know, like I, I have a sort of weird luck of like, if I like a thing, eventually it comes around and like, like I really, you remember, I really loved Godzilla like back in 2009. And then like, finally it actually got like its U S release and all that. Like, yeah, not like the more out of the way, but could be big properties. So now I'm going to, I'm going to try to like pull all that, luck and hope into transfers well you got fucking like right after we did streets of fire which was like three years ago at this point like that movie blew up right it was yes, weird how what... like it was directly after like that movie got like fucking special releases people were like fucking buying up all the vinyl there was crazy right. like special t-shirts and shit so that's like another example. Like, and I just saw that like a couple times and I was like, dude, this, how, how did I never see this before? This should be a fucking movie. Like people should be knowing. I was like, I bought a fucking shirt. It was my like wallpaper for the longest time on my <laughs> PC. Like you got me the fucking vinyl. Yeah. I dude, I remember like, all finding within, that. Like, the, and I was so it was excited. Like, within the first six months of me seeing the movie. Cause I was so <laughs> damn excited about it. And then it blew up. I was like, what the fuck? So I I think Transfers is due for the same treatment, even though Transfers 3 got rid of everybody. And the worst thing I, I hate, they killed McNulty. They did. I I wrote that later and it really bummed me out. 
Yeah, like as soon as I heard special appearance by Helen Hunt in her condo. Special appearance. So as soon as you saw a special appearance, I was like, "All right, I caught it. This is the last one." You did. Yeah, I thought. Well, we kind of both win because she was still in it. I said she would be out at four, right? Like not in it at all at four. Yeah. And you said three. So I I I said three would be the last one. Oh, I said okay. three would be the last, and but I said she wouldn't have a big role. I thought it would. I said a cameo, right? Okay. Which is kind of, like she had a bigger role than a cameo, though. I would give it that. Right? They actually sure. like because because the way they did it at first, I was like, none of these characters are actually going to see her. This is totally a phoned in appearance. So when Tim Thomerson actually goes to her apartment, I was shocked. Yeah. Well, he sees her. Like at the beginning, because like they're doing the date, and then also later with the where she shows or he shows up, and then she's like protecting that chick and whatnot, and she's got a kid. Oh, but really quick, back to the the thing, the director. Do you know who the director is? Did you look that up? No. C. Courtney Joyner. Uh, looked up the stuff. Is apparently mm-hmm. the writer of Class of 1999. Oh, another one of our films. Sixteen-hour shows, yeah. Which Everything becomes connected again. Like I don't think that movie gets to love it should either. I, I I I feel like just from like seeing people on Letterboxd, I feel like that whole thing is like gaining some ground. Weirdly, yeah, that's like, good. A little bit of class of 84, but then definitely class of 1999, even the second part. I forget where I I saw people like rating and like looking at class of 1999, but somewhere I saw something that included the second part as well. So 84 it, is buzz. the one. 84 is the one I see the most of on Instagram. You'll see 99 every now and then. And it's funny when I posted uh, part two of 99. People were like, oh, shit, like, this is great. And they were mentioning the main guy who starred in, like, some TV show. Like, uh, Mike was the one who mentioned it. Like, I don't remember, like, Growing Pains or some shit. Mm-hmm. Could, it's probably something different. But, yeah, I, I, I think that that one's starting to gain a little bit. Um, so, that, so basically that, what, between this and the main show, we're, like, three years away from blowing up when everybody starts searching these fucking movies finally. <laughs> yeah. It, it sucks because, like, yeah, like, they'd have to, like, go back, like, 50 episodes to hear us talk about this shit. Like, but, when yeah, it finally it gets... Works. They, thanks for everybody listening now who doesn't have... <laughs> you're, like, you're not waiting around to learn that, like, we're watching cool-ass movies. And you can be watching them, too, for free. Oh, hell TV. yeah, you should be. There's a few that we say no to, like, mostly the ones Mike does, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you want to jump into the movie where it begins? We're kind of we're oh we're we're bouncing back and forth. So I oh again, I gotta, yeah we talked about the director. My my note about the director was it's not directed by Charles Band. So that yeah like, that, right off this, the bat I was nervous about what was going to happen here. Yeah, because this is the first one without him. So, so here's my next note: Christmas again. Yep. No, I put Jack Death Christmas ad. <laughs> I was so excited. I was so excited that it was going to be Christmas. Within like 10 minutes, they're like, no, it's not a Christmas movie again. Yeah. Uh, That of everything else that happens that disappointed me in this movie. I think that disappointed me the most. 
That there was no well, more. There, well, no. Mignol- Killing McNulty was number one. McNulty Not being was a Christmas bad. movie was number two. And excusing all the rest of the cast other than Helen Hunt was number three. Helen Hunt doesn't really rank there because I expected her to, you know, make her leave of the series anyway. Yeah. So I wasn't surprised that she was just filming from a fucking condo. Um, I did say that sh- the the shark. I put what the fuck Power Rangers villain slash spawn. <laughs> I love that we each had a different idea about it. I had fish robot Cenobite. <laughs> um, the, I don't the, know what the note Godzilla Terminator Two means though. Because uh, he kept calling him Godzilla a lot and oh, yeah, Terminator okay. because he showed up to like take him back. Like in the okay. teleport, he did. Oh, he kept calling him Godzilla. All right, yeah, yeah I'm he, glad he, you remember this better than I do. Now. Yeah, even at the end, like he kept mentioning the Godzilla things. I'm like, is the thing like, is it called Godzilla? And then eventually, by the end, he's calling him Shark. So Shark. Yeah. Uh, one of the funny things is in the teleport machine. Did you notice like, <laughs> like they just like glued stupid shit to the walls of it? Like one of them was an apple peeler. If you the the main window that he looks out of, like, and there's a close up of it of his face there, and there's a fucking apple peeler, like, just there where his face oh is, like, glued God. to the window. Like, they literally just found trash. It looked like, or just like here. I, I'm about fun. to just load this right back up in two be on episode. You have to, because <laughs> oh it's it's okay. so ridiculous. You see, we'll, like, the we'll little handles on it and everything. Okay, well. While I look that up, we'll uh, take a a break for our unofficial sponsor, Tubi. Um, For those of you who like Full Moon, virtually all of their features are on there right now streaming. Um, It is ad-supported. However, as we've watched several Tubi movies at this point, I will say that the ad breaks are not that bad. They're not Um, at all. They're better than the Voodoo Free. Um, And I even don't mind Voodoo uh, free with ads. But Tubi tends to be shorter, first of all. Secondly, sometimes they're funny. They actually got that rat. Um, the rat video that we Geico talked about. One, yeah. yeah. No, I like, always go to the wrong site. I, I, I think. Tubi.com instead of TubiTV.com. Oh, I just have the Now they have the link. App on God my... damn, why are they not actually sponsoring us? <laughs> they really should be. Like, we've I had people that. say we, they're we, listening we... or watching it because of us talking about it. Right, like we totally got to. Um, oh, my ad blocker. See, like I just have the app on my PlayStation. That's where I watch from. But yeah, the the commercials are minimal. The thing that pisses me off is like lately, I told you I've been using Pluto a lot, Pluto TV, because it's cool because it has like the live TV option, mm-hmm. and there's like 200 channels, and there's a Mystery Science Theater channel and a Rift Tracks channel. And when it started, it was really cool because those two channels, like, there's not really ad breaks, you know, for at yeah. least riff tracks for sure. I was watching it last night, and they were doing Plan 9 from Outer Space Live. And I think me and you went and saw that in theaters when they did I, it. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because that's the one where Jonathan Colton was there. And then that's how we learned about him. But um, anyways, yeah, like... Like, it seems now they're putting the ad breaks, like, every five minutes on Pluto, and it's really fucking bugging me. Because before, it was, like, it would go about 20 minutes of the movie before it did it, which is kind of like what I'd say. I think 
total for transfers, I had three ad breaks that were yeah, 30 to 90 it, seconds each. It, yeah, it's not been bad at all. For an hour and, like, 20-minute movie, yeah, like, that's really good. But, yeah, the Pluto one is going downhill fast, dude, and it's really bumming me out because I, I love that service. Are you oh, still looking uh, for it? it was, <laughs> new PC, it wasn't working right on Chrome for some reason. It didn't want to load the player, so I'm trying a different browser. All right. Well, I'll just I'll just say something. Yeah, that happened we can move on. I'm listening. With Shark, when Shark got there and like kidnapped him and everything, like you you saw the cop come up, right? And he just like kind of calm and stuff. He's just like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" And then he just gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point of that? He wasn't a transfer or anything. Why did he get killed? Oh, from from Shark killed him. I think so. From what I remember, I thought Shark just shot him and left. I could be wrong. Right when when Shark first appears, we're looking for the apple peeler when he first appears. It, it's somewhere around. Like I know it's when he. Hold on. No, it's when he when he's <laughs> gonna do a live commentary or transfer at this point. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, it's when um Jack Death goes gets sent to twenty or two thousand five. Because right. I wrote, Transport has Apple Cutter. Okay, he's got him over his shoulders now. Yeah, so it's after that. It's after he goes back to the future. Which, by the way, I'm so happy they brought back the watery ground. Oh, that's in my notes, too. Yep. LA 2352 equals puddles. That's that. That's a good um, tie-in, I guess. You know, yeah. keeping, it, keeping the continuity. LA is flooded in the future. Really good. bad. Because in the first one, if you remember, I didn't know what that was about. I was like, why the fuck is the fucking council hall right. wet? And then you explained it to me. I'm like, oh, shit, that makes sense. So, yeah, they were asking Jack Death if he smokes. And he's just like, yeah, I smoke. <laughs> so then they have a smoke. So when he's coming out, there's an apple peeler in here? I, I, don't, I still don't see it. I no, see, oh, it's shit, when that's like a... The, th- it's, the that's an apple peeler that thing where you like push it down and it like it just yeah peels the whole thing because there's a little center part where the core goes right okay Do you see i didn't it? know that was an apple peeler but i know i that is totally a kitchen utensil right in yes the side of it. yes <laughs> i know exactly what that is. like i i recognize i don't know what its use is but okay yeah i think it's for apples you just push down on them and it but just yeah, makes them right, slices right. and, and then it would it, it would the immediately core. slice it and keep the kid the core out yeah yeah i i love that that <laughs> took six awesome. minutes to do <laughs> yeah that's awesome it's i hope podcast i i hope whoever is listening did that in real time with you Oh yeah, yeah. I got it. It's like they couldn't get their browser to work for two btvcom <laughs> You know what? I'm glad that after a month away, we're still the same fucking shitty podcast that yeah, looks no, things awful. up live on episode that I'm not going to edit out. <laughs> so now we can go back. Um, the whole council's oh, dead. McNulty's Shark, dead. Shark gets a really fuck that. Shark gets a really good line here where, um, yeah. Jack Death says he's big, and he says, "Compared to you, I'm big everywhere." Oh, <laughs> well, I don't Shark even gave him that. a little dick. That was just a lie that I caught because it was like Shark, you know, said he had a little dick, or at least oh, he yeah. said 
a little dick compared to him. So that's like Shark's big joke, I guess. <laughs> a big joke. Um, <laughs> there's not much. There's no future production design. They just found an abandoned building, and that was yeah. it. Which just you know, continues water to suck. <laughs> so like even Transfers 1.5, the little short film, had better production values for the future. Yeah. Than this. Like I said, again, it, another disappointing. It seems like they just spend all their money on Kurtzman and Nicotero. <laughs> Here's my next note. Looks amazing on Tubi, by the way. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the transfer was great. I forgot to mention that in my Tubi ad, that these are all high-quality HD yeah. transfers. I've been listening to your guys' Mario's, and like it seems like you guys keep getting shitty oh, versions on oh, these dude. stream Prime. sites. What's up with on that? On Prime. So Prime has, I, I don't know where they come from on Prime, but like they have this huge number of just absolutely shitty streams on there. So like you get excited because you found this like out of the way old movie on Prime, but it's like finding the VHS version of it at the fucking dollar store. They you think suck that- horribly. Do you think that's like a bandwidth thing? Like, it's like oh, nobody's gonna no. fucking watch this, so they just put a no. shittier quality of it. No, um, because like I said with uh, Mike in one of those episodes, there's even like I found there's a silent film, an old silent film, but it was shot in like early Technicolor, so it had like mm-hmm. it had three colors to it, right? Prime has a black and white transfer of it. I don't even know how because the movie <laughs> wasn't black and white. But they have it in black and white, and it looks like shit too. So they it's black and white and version. muddy. I I mean I guess maybe somebody got a print that was in black and white, or I don't know. But then it's on YouTube in HD in the proper colors. That's so, so it's just weird. like why why can't they just get rid of them? Like because I'd rather not have it there in that quality you know what i mean like yeah let me try to find it someplace else if it's gonna look this shitty here because you're like miss like especially because we hercules was looked really bad um hercules in the haunted world and I, i think that movie would actually like i'd rate that movie higher if i saw it in a better version it's one of those where like you got to see it as crisp and hd as you can because there's so much going on in the colors and the effects, but if you can't yeah. see it right, it's just dark and muddy, and you just the story and the action is not enough to carry it. You got to be able to see it. But also, Amazon Prime is like the most expensive of all of them, isn't it? Yeah, but like the thing is though, like for like like 1975 onwards, like pretty much you're guaranteed you get you you'll have a decent transfer on there or like like i remember mike and i watched the substitute 2 and like <laughs> i have blu-rays i have blu-rays was, did you guys watch the first one <laughs> did you just randomly i, think we, had, I think we had both watched the first one independently already so then yeah we just decided to watch the second one with Trent williams which is what? great Oh, I was going to say, it's not Tom Berenger or whatever? No, no, Tom Berenger is out. You get, it has Treat Williams. Oh, man. Are yeah, there four of those? Williams. Yeah, but I don't know who who is like, in is them. It a, is it like the Marine where they put a different guy in it's every time? a different time? guy, yeah. <laughs> I don't I even kn- know. I've seen you know the what? DVD at um, Walmart where it has all four substitutes. Like, and I'm just like, 
I, I, I buy bet this. you it is some. I think it's probably some random other guy for the third and fourth. Because if it was Treat Williams, I would have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but anyway, the the substitute two on Prime looked like better than movies from like 2010 that I had on Blu-ray. It looked incredible. <laughs> like he had these corduroy like jackets on because he wore like crazy layers. Yeah. And like the texture on that was like you felt like you could just reach out and touch it. Like just looking at it, you knew how it felt and it just looked amazing. Maybe Amazon are just big treat Williams fans. I guess. But like, like even their shows though, like because Netflix is always like dicey like even if you you have to go and change your settings to get the best hd all the time and even then like they, they're like ah 720 is hd and like i've never you. changed the setting on any of mine i fought with it because i'm like i keep getting 720 i'm not not happy with that anyway <laughs> we're so we're far about, off track i'm trying to talk about anything but transfers 3 and we're 40 minutes in. Be a two you really hated this movie 3. then man if you're I willing didn't to hate go it. this i was far. just so i was so bummed after being so excited like and i thought transfers 2 would suck and it didn't so like i had high hopes that it would continue and it's just like there wasn't really to me all that much really going it, on it wasn't as good as the first two, but I still really enjoyed this, especially, like I said, is like the the shark, R.A. Mailhoff. And then there was another guy in it that I love. The bad guy is somebody who I know. I, do, you, I was do you know who the bad guy you, is? Daddy? I might have written in my notes, but tell me. It, it is uh, Andrew Robinson. Who was the father in Hellraiser One? Oh, the, the guy who got torn apart at the end when he when Frank took his skin and he had the chains all in his face and shit. He's the one who did the Jesus Wept line. And oh, one of the cool awesome. things is he was like, good. He was a good villain. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Like he was my favorite part. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, holy shit, it's um Kirsty's father. But he even, like, one of his, like, first lines, because they were calling him Daddy and stuff, he even said, come to Daddy, which was a line in Hellraiser. Oh, that's a nice little Easter egg. Which made me happy, because you know Hellraiser's one of my favorite movies. Shit, this is in my notes, but I forgot to look it up since we're talking about cast. Were were any of those, like, the, the younger dudes, like the Marine guys? I thought one of these young guys was like one of the ones that carried the Puppet Master series for a couple entries, like Puppet Master 4 or 5. Oh, that would make sense. I didn't look it up, but maybe. Yeah, because I know like, this 4 was... and 5 came out like the year after this movie. Yeah. Like 90, I, I, 93, I 94. Sworn... One that of would... those dudes was like the... the. I think it would be Puppet the younger one. kid. The younger one would make the most sense, but I, I can't guarantee that. But that's a good fucking callback. Well, we'll yes. move on. We well, try to look it up as we go. It, it was funny because like that scene where they introduced them in the strip club, like yeah. are they just raising trancers in a strip club? Like is that they're, where they yeah, recruit? Their secret base is under the strip club. <laughs> I love that. Like now, every time, like I see a strip club, I'm just like, "There's fucking trancers in there, dude." I know <laughs> fucking it. Trancer colony. I fucking know they're there. 
I, I don't even remember now because it's been so long between when I watched it and now we're recording. Which is great podcasting again. But I just wrote, dude, way into strippers. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, I, way too into strippers. No, I remember that. Like, the dude was, like, he was fucking losing his shit over it. Um... My 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 point of this was like the trancers like were there, right? And like they started raising hell. And mm-hmm. the trancers seem more mean than ever. Like more oh, badass. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like they can really fight and they're just like they're they're lo- hungry for blood finally. Yeah. Like there's Which, definitely Which like kind of like trancers too had a little bit of that, but this really opened that up. Yeah, no, they were kicking ass in this one. Like, especially the the brothers. Well, not the brothers. The older brother was the one just beating the shit yeah, out of everybody. Was, and then that chick. Because he, then the he started beating up the, the chick. I thought was in Puppet Master. But I'm looking through the cast, and I'm not seeing that at all. Yeah, so I'm looking I'm for him. Sure I don't even see his name. I'm. Then You know what? They must have just been, like, this generic, like, this type that Full Moon went for. Of these kind of like skinny, kind of blondish dudes, because yeah, I, I don't see them at all. Yeah, there, there's nobody even listed under that. But I love there's a dude uh, just yeah. named like his name in the movie was Scumbag. Yes, yeah, that's a credit <laughs> I want if I'm ever in a movie. Just Scumbag. Oh, he played Vincent Speed. <laughs> uh, I didn't like any of the uh, the military dude actors when they were in the bar. They were all pretty bad they were they were uh, only they were the worst ones though everybody the, else is okay the little guy with the fucking light bulb shaped head he pissed me off a lot <laughs> also back to the the strip club when they're like destroying everything and shit like there was a part where they did they had to fill out like a lot of paperwork so the transfers have to fill out paperwork like they're cops who did a bad shoot but this was like a whole thing i didn't like that like instead <laughs> of it being like you know whistler or whistler's brother yeah now it's a uh, it's colonel mother uh, you know okay or colonel daddy whatever um I, like i didn't like it now they're just a military super drug like that wasn't fun for me after there's some it. weird ass psycho psychic shit to this guy just wants to make a slave army and now they're so he just can trying sell to make them. super soldiers. He wants yeah, to sell the just super soldiers. Super soldiers, which is just so like No, I I, I don't know. I, I felt like Yeah, it's a big come down from just the weirdness. I understand, but it, it also seemed like they were more trying to construct the story though. Unlike the other ones, because our whole thing with the other one was like, like the first one especially, like, like, what the fuck are transit? What's the point of it? Right. And like, even now the it seems like there's one, a point. Even the second one, we were like, oh, all he wants to do is enslave the world and that's it? <laughs> you yeah. can't dream bigger? So this guy had more of a, like, a plan, it seemed. Yeah. You know, like, he had... I mean, the man created an electric tattoo gun that gives, like, transfer juice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right into the neck. I thought that was fun. It just goes, like, the little yeah. light going through it. Yeah, just I was like, was awesome. how does that even work? That is, that's ridiculous. And it's like, and then they tried doing it to our boy Jack, and, like, it didn't work? Or it right, that's, worked? again, what? that didn't, like... I don't know if we were if it was still in the realm of like mutant mind control and he resisted, I'd be like, OK, but we're now we're in like military super drug like Jack kind of should have gone down. 
But I guess you have to take enough of it because even the brother recruit, like he was still weak as shit because he only had like two uh, doses of it, you know. So I guess you got to keep dosing on it to get like bigger know. and stronger. Because well, now the- it's gone from mutant mind control. <laughs> I'm just I'm not into it as the military super drug. I, I, I like get it better it. as mutant mind control. Uh, one of the things I wrote in here is, did you notice, like, the Trancer logo, like, in the army thing? No. Like, with the hand with the blade that everybody had, and even, like, the chick had it tattooed on, like, her shoulder and stuff. So I guess Trancers have to get this tattoo on them. You didn't well, see that? Well, that would kind of, like, ruin the effect of being a Trancer in disguise, like, in the yeah. other ones. But also, that logo is very similar to the Hellboy logo for the BPRD. <laughs> That was the first thing I noticed. I'm like, that looks like the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Development fucking logo. Just just borrowing from (laughs) those. That's fun. They're borrowing from everything. But I looked it up. Fucking this movie came out a year before Hellboy was created in the comics. So there's another reason to keep with Trancers. Even Trancers 3, there's lots of Easter eggs and connections, and it inspired Hellboy. Yep, Mike Mignola watched fucking Hellboy and took that logo. That that main transfer chick though, she was really good. Don yeah, Ann Billings. I, I like looked her up, I really didn't know her from anything else, but she did really well. And yeah, like she, was she could fight. It was yeah. Um I tried to look up this bar song, but I couldn't, but the lyrics included Marmalade, Marmalade, Tutti Fruity. <laughs> I didn't even hear I put, that. <laughs> I put that in my, cause I was like, it had all these like nonsense lyrics in the background. I was like, what is this song? And he's like, marmalade, marmalade, tutti frutti. And I was like, I got oh, that's what I wrote down. I was like, let me find that. And I Googled that and just got recipes for a tutti frutti. <laughs> Does the Shazam app still exist? Could you like hold your phone up to it oh, and like I don't get it? know if that exists. If it does, we gotta like record a free sponsorship for them. That's how I found out about the song by Houdini, Freaks Come Out at Night. I was in Spirit Halloween and it was just like the freaks come out at night. Freaks come out at night. I was just like, dude, this song fucking rules. And I fucking Shazammed it and it said Houdini from like nineteen eighty nine. Rules. That Go was such a fun. That that app was like black magic because you could like just almost like hum a song and it'd be like, oh yeah, I know that. You'd hum like a Cannibal Corpse song and be like, that's fucking Hammer Smash Face. You yeah, we did that. Me? We yeah, we did like, that we a few played, times. We we had it to like we had like a shitty bootleg concert we were watching, and like <laughs> I remember you put the app to like the a random like. Not like a solo, but it was like in the instrumental part where they weren't even singing, but because yeah. it was like bootleg and it was we were blasting it, it just sounded like, <laughs> and like it still picked up the song in like yeah. seconds. Like and this it was, was so fast. Two thousand like nine, two thousand ten type technology. Right. Like how yeah. the fuck? Like how the fuck do they have that app that could do that? And now like my fucking Alexa robot can't even hear me right. When I talk, like you had, did the, you the, mean? Yeah, you had the recognition software to pick up a song off of like a bootleg played too loud within seconds, whether you're not even playing the melody, you'd play like a drum beat for two seconds and you get the song. And now our fucking smart robots don't know how to fucking talk to us. Like, I don't understand. 
they've just gotten lazy, like, in their older age. Like, this is, like, the rebellious teenage years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is Dude, the rebellious it makes teenage sense. years. It's been about fucking 13 yeah, years since like this technology. They were, the, like, the really happy, like, five to eight-year-olds ready to please. Now they're, like, 16, 17. They're like, oh, did you mean this? Like, hey, like this song. Turn the lights on in what room? Like, <laughs> I couldn't find a device. Like, fuck, I'm just trying to like the song. Fuck. <laughs> that happens to me act- literally every day. I tell her, uh, like song. I... And she said, lights on in which room? And then I'm like, no. And she's like, I couldn't find the device because I don't have any smart fucking lights. Thank God, because she'd be turning my fucking lights on and off all day. <laughs> Dude. I, I can't stand the Alexas or any of that shit. Like, I find that crazy to have. Like, I it's hated it. basically, it's like, a glorified everything. MP3 player for me. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, yeah, I'm just creeped out that it's recording everything. I, and, I mean, I know my phone does, but, like, I've grown accustomed to that. But, like, I don't know. There's just something about something sitting in your living room listening. And I know this is, like, old man talk or whatever. But, like, the only time I had fun with it, it was when... When my um, ex had it in the house, like, I would just fuck with it and try to get it to, like, play songs with, like, horrible titles, like, Corn Faggot or something, <laughs> and see if it would censor it. <laughs> or play, play, like, Anal Cunt just Alexa any other songs. Huh? Alexa doesn't, Alexa doesn't censor them. Uh, no, like, some of them, dude, I gotta say oh, the no, N-word once, and I was shocked. Because yeah, it was, like, no, a Richard Pryor thing. She just talked. She told me, sorry, I don't know that one when I said You're still name. talking to it? Because well, I said her name. She heard me. She's in the in the kitchen oh, no. right now. She's Creepy. listening. She's heard the whole episode. Dude, get her on the show. What's creepy is like when it ties to your orders and you're just like hanging out, like talking. And then you're like, she's like, oh, by the way, don't you think you need to get some more bunny food? I like I turned that shit off. I'm like, don't you fucking do that to me. Like, that's frightening, dude. Yeah, especially because she's right. But like, I don't shut want the fuck my up. I don't want my technology telling me what I have to buy at the grocery store. If I want <laughs> yes. my bunny to fucking starve, it'll starve. Fuck yes. you. <laughs> um, I really don't have much else to say about Transfers Three. It kinda, I, got, like, I got a few didn't things. Really have a story. It had the motive, but then they just go and like blast apart the um, the base, and like well, that's it. Like, hold on, hold on, and. Can I, okay. can I just say, like, when before the shootout, like, the base blowing up, like, when he's trying, when the dude from Hellraiser is trying to sell his stuff to the senator, I had to write, is that Jeff Daniels? Oh, my God, dude. Didn't he Jeff look Daniels? like, fuck, he looked like Jeff Daniels now. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe, but I didn't think Jeff Daniels. Oh, dude, as soon guy. as I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, that's old Jeff Daniels. <laughs> he aged for this movie. Like they put him in makeup. I swear to God, it fucked me up. I had to look it up to see who this guy was to see if, like, maybe he was like his brother or something. He wasn't. Was he anybody? He looked like no. Random, like he's a nobody, dude. Yeah, but like he looked oh. just like him to me. I I, I mean the the action wasn't done all that well, but I I, I don't mind Jack and Shark. Like, Dude. I guess maybe just Tim Thomerson just falls in line with whoever you put him on screen with. I think that might be it. I thought they were because I love t- 
Tim Thomerson, and I, I loved him with Shark too, and him calling him Godzilla. They're back and forth, and just the way they fought. Like I like that. I didn't like that. There's like not even like squibs for every kill now. Like yeah. it just seemed like on so many levels they just cheaped out on this movie. Which I mean, well, this is the third movie in a Full Moon franchise, and now it's the directed video. So I guess I should expect some of that, but I. I don't know. I guess they I set think the bar is, too high in the first two. This is around the turning point of Full Moon when they started to go super low budget on their shit. Was I mean, the, it shows they didn't even get outside really in this one, except to show a sign that said ocean radiation in 2005. Because, like, I think the last movie they did was probably the same year or the year before Puppet Master 3, where they actually went places and had sets and shit. After Puppet that, Master they just 3 made. Was, yeah, that that's the sense. one. I remember. That's the one where they're in the past, in the forties and yeah. shit. That was a but good one. It was the best one. Like, I like that one a lot. Yeah, it's probably the most beloved one out of all. Of my, personally, I love Part Two the most, just because that's the one that was on Sci Fi Channel all the time, and also it introduced Torch. But um, yeah, it was. I think that was the last one that they actually put a real budget into. For like thinking, they well, could yeah, get, they like, definitely take a, like a nosedive in quality after that one. Yeah, because then after that, we started to get like just the weird bad shit, like Doctor well, Horrible four, Bones and stuff. Four is where Puppet Master Four is where they brought in like the weird dimensional the, demons, right? The totems. Yeah. Yeah. And like that big giant fucking guy in like a costume whose mouth didn't move when he talked. He was supposed to be like the devil. Or some shit. Oh, uh, uh, right, right. He was the one sending them up to he fight He was sending them the totems like up. To he was fight. in four and five, right? Yeah, the four and five were like, like a, like a, like a back to back movie. I think that's as far as I got. I went to like watch them all in a row, and I got and then back when they were on Hulu, and I got to five, and I was like, I watched five, and I was like, I'll come back to this. Those suck, but I enjoy them <laughs> for sucking. Um, part six is called Curse of the Puppet Master. That one's a little weird. Like they turn the main guy who looks like Josh Hartnett into a puppet. <laughs> okay. And then um, after that, it just really shits all over the place. Oh, I, I was gonna say, does like even the the more recent ones, does it ever come back no. anywhere close? But it just it just no, stays down. Not with Full Moon. Another oh, company got the rights to make a movie called Puppet Master: The Littlest Reich. R J E Films, I think it is. Like they That's recently the one put that out came out like two years ago, right? Yes, and it was filmed here in Dallas, which is cool. And it stars um, Dangle from Reno Nine One One. But um, it's actually really well done. The guy who wrote it is the guy who did uh, Bone Tomahawk. Uh, oh damn. What, what's that other movie? Cell uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99. Cell Block 99. And Dragged yeah. Across Concrete. So he was the so, writer of okay, it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fucking great. It's like so over the top and ridiculous. Like there's one scene where a guy is taking a piss and there's like a puppet that's like a helicopter. But it has blades on the end of it and it chops his head off and his head falls in the toilet and he's just pissing in his own mouth. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. just so over the top and I would never expect Puppet Master to go that far, honestly. Exactly. That's awesome. But it, that's because it's not a full moon movie, so they actually put like effort into it. So anything more for Transfers 3? Uh, 
No, I'm just honestly, I'm excited for four. You if know what? It really is too. if if it's a shark death like partnership, I would enjoy that. Considering all the other people had to leave for, I, I well Helen Hunt because she got too big. McNulty, I don't right. know why. We knew that I was gonna that, happen. I guess the girl aged out, maybe. Well, now he's didn't he change that future though? Because they went to a future where like th- everything went haywire and he, then he went back in the past and changed it. So like there's an opening for McNulty to maybe come back, right? Maybe. That, we didn't yeah. see him when they went back in the future again at the end, but I, I feel like he's, he's not coming back. I don't know what I'm saying anyway, but I, even if he doesn't, yeah. If, if shark comes back, as long as Tim Thomerson is there, like I'll still watch these, but I am excited for part four. Like I, this might be like, this movie's like a pivot, which like we knew was coming. We knew there would have to be a moment where they broke up those classic characters. Yeah. I thought we'd at least get one more outing with them in transfers three, but that didn't happen. So this is the pivot that we knew was coming. And now like, now that I'm ready for the cast to be gone, I think I'm going to be like way more, more accepting. accepting. Of Transfers yeah. 4. Yeah. So see, I'm excited. I, I so badly wanted to look up part four to see if Shark returns yes. or not. But I, I forced myself not to. <sighs> All right. Yeah. So cool. we talked a little bit about Transfers 3 tonight. And, you know. Overall, I liked welcome it. Welcome back, I enjoyed everybody, it. since we're after a little unwanted hiatus. That's all I've got. Yeah, same here. Like I said, I overall enjoyed it. It's not the best, definitely, but I, I still recommend checking it out if you're. I, I think if, if you're following this series, four can come back like without those characters, but still be kind of like the campy fun, even if it's like a cheaper version of what was before. I might reevaluate how I feel about this movie, like on its own, eh. but like as a progression, if something better comes out of it on transfers four, which I know can't be as good as one and two, but if it's, you know, enjoyable in a different way, and this was just the pivot to get there, I might reevaluate its place in the series. But as of right now, I'm still heavily disappointed in transfers three. Shark would be so mad at you. Yeah. But he's going to come back and be even better in four. That's my, our hope, right? Yes. All right. All right. See ya. Peace.